You are now listening to the Bucket Up Podcast. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and most other places you can find podcasts, my G. Be sure to follow us on social media at the Bucket Hat Boys on Instagram, the Bucket Up Podcast on Facebook, and at Bucket Up Podcast on Twitter. On today's episode of the Bucket Up Podcast, we talk about the protests sweeping across the nation right now. Yeah, I got foot surgery and I had to take the COVID test. Jesse reviews Moonlight two years later. And we also review the new show Space Force on Netflix. We catch up on all the new music that came out over the last three weeks and more. Over the phone, they're like, oh, it's like two seconds. You won't feel a thing. And I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I get there. I talk to the first person, like the first dude I see. I'm like, yeah, have you taken the COVID test? He's like, yeah. I was like, what happened? He's like, it's fine, bro. It's like five seconds. You'll be fine. I was like, five seconds? All right. And then I go to like the lady. I'm like, yeah, I'm here for the COVID test. I'm nervous. She's like, oh, you'll be fine. It's just 10 seconds. I was like, <laughs> so I, was like I was like, wait, what? And then two, five, and, ten. Yeah. Then I'm like in the back. I'm like, how long is this test? She's like, it's about 20 seconds. I was like, like, hey. <laughs> I'm like, can I call you again and get the numbers back? Because this is not what you said. Hey. listening to volume 126 of the bucket up podcast here with your boy ty doyle aka dj butter sauce aka ty Lante, aka i don't really got a mama joke right now because i ain't in the mood and i'm here as always with the homie the kid jb was good yo it's me the kid jb aka mr poster so not because i'm always right but when i'm right i tend to tell you so and it's uh you know a trend but beyond that yeah man uh, happy to be here. You know what I'm saying? Could have been right last week. And we in the flesh, you know what I'm saying, for a very special not just playing. We've been on quarantine for three months, dog. Ain't shit changed. It's the bucket hat boys. Um but yeah, man, volume one twenty six, man. Happy to be here. How you doing? Uh I am okay, I guess. You know, there's a lot. It's been a while since we've done a pod. Uh probably what, like three three weeks, maybe? Two three or four. Yeah, last time was with Trav on the music pod. Yeah, so it's been a, it's been quite a little bit. We took a little time off for you know Jesse had surgery out here, um, and then although we were already kind of in some weird, I don't want to say purgatory with this virus that's out here. And then you know last week we had the 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 murder of George Floyd um, at the hands of uh, a you know, four police officers in in Minneapolis that sparked widespread uh, protests, riots, and, um, you know, sparked um, probably, you know, a movement that's been going on for years, you know, probably more mostly started uh, in Ferguson during, you know, those riots after the Mike Brown shooting. Um, kind of, obviously, you know, racism and, and fighting against that and protest, protesting against that has been, 
you know, going on forever. But I feel like the the more modern thing that people think of kind of starts with like the murder of Trayvon Martin, and then it grew into the Black Lives Matter movement in in twenty like fifteen with Mike Brown's murder, and you know that's kind of spurred even more with Kaepernick kneeling in the NFL, uh, and brought us to where we are today. And um, it's just been a it's been a a wild week and two weeks pretty much. Um, and which has spurred a lot of emotion in me and a lot of emotion throughout the con- the country, uh, definitely amongst black people, but also amongst, you know, a lot of people who it feels like has awakened to some of the problems in this country for, I don't want to, you know, not the first time, but it, it feels like people have felt more empowered to speak out about the bullshit that we've seen uh, and black people have been talking about for years on on in that's you know usually gets dismissed by certain people uh, you know certain people i mean white people uh <laughs> um but it feels like people have kind of opened in their eyes and opened in their minds a little bit more um but yeah I, I i guess that all that is to say that i'm i guess i'm doing okay i guess how are you doing man yeah man i mean just to you said it perfectly but i was just going to add that i think in times of pain and in times of just, I guess, crisis right now with the pandemic, um, but more so touching on, you know, the most recent, you know, events with George Floyd and stuff like that. I think uh, at times, man, everybody is entitled to their opinion as humans, as Americans, especially we feel entitled to our opinions, but I think, um, the beauty of the progress that you've you, you were touching on is I think more so people are learning to listen. Mm-hmm. And I think we're starting people that need to realize are realizing that there is a time and place for everything. And it, justice for one person does not necessarily mean injustice to another. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, that's, I think that should be the approach going forward is when someone's hurting instead of the other person talking, I think they should just listen. And it's the first time we've had this as like a community in a while. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we try to not be political on the pod, but unfortunately, you know, we, we, we are divided as a country and there's people that are ignorant and oblivious and naive and just turn a cheek to, the situations at hand for either ignorance, uh, just choice, because that's another word for privilege, and also just you know, non interest. So, uh, and also because they they wanted to be that way. I don't want to gloss over the people who know that shit is the way that it is and gaslight people to make it seem like it isn't, but they know that they're benefiting from white supremacy in the country so exactly so i think you know what i'm saying uh with that being said you know what i'm saying like yeah at times i think more people should listen than you know talk because that's all you hear at these times is what other people want to tell you why a situation is also important and why they mm-hmm. need to be heard and it's like you know at times you could water down someone else's you know feelings by trying to exert yours so Right. Americans, people, there's a time and place. And right now it's the Bucket Up podcast. So it's a time <laughs> time to listen to me rant about some whack movie that mm. won mad awards. And I'm okay. like... This is funny that you're about to rail against this movie when we're talking about like 
black people and racism <laughs> and <laughs> just, see that, see that but it's gonna be funny when we get to it but that's i mean I, I haven't seen the movie i've only heard it and i only support it honestly because i'm black but it's just funny it, well, you know you know what then that shows how much i'm not racist because i, hold I it guess to, i hold it to an equal standard my guy like, i guess <laughs> <laughs> nah but um i was I was going to uh, expand on uh, what you were saying, too, about um, people being able to listen. And I think uh, not to this isn't an all lives matter type situation that I'm about to get into, which is a horrible way to preface any fucking thing right now. Um, <laughs> but I'm saying like right now that people are kind of open and willing to listen to black people, you know, uh, and try to understand where people are coming from understand what their role might be in in kind of uh perpetrating the system that they are realizing right now is f- deeply flawed and, and racist uh on a systematic level uh i think also that we this i've been reflecting on this and thinking that we if, if we're doing this obviously right now for this that we got to do this for you know everything you know what i'm saying whether as a man and you know what i'm saying if you're not if you're thinking that the whole sexism thing is kind of women just bringing shit up you know what i'm saying like you gotta you gotta open your ears to how you know how women feel right now uh how disabled people feel how uh, when they talk about you know disabled rights um a whole host of shit the uh, problems that we have in this country you know what i mean like that's the whole point like you gotta listen to everybody except for you know people who are advocating for you know nazism and and all types of wild shit right um, you don't have to listen to them but <laughs> yeah and 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 that's another thing. but yeah yeah lgbt lgbtq you know yeah. what I'm saying trans rights like you got to be open like none of this shit is okay for you know uh, you know any of those people and i know there's you know there's black trans people that are dying at the hands of police that are kind of flying under the radar right now um, and those are still black people that are dying at the hands of police. You know what I mean? Like, we got to make sure we we include everybody on this, especially if we, you know, we're trying to uplift everybody up. But yeah, um, yeah. And you wanna, and, and uh, what's that? You want to talk? You want to keep talking about this, the heavy stuff, just to get it out of, not to get it out of the way, but since we're all on the topic, and then come back on the fun shit later. Yeah, man. Whatever you want. I mean, I was getting at it too. I was gonna say that. I also, you know to not all lives matter this as well, I would say reverse to that is I don't think it's okay for people to use the oppression of other people as a token to justify what does go on. So by people saying, oh, you think you have a bad, what about these type of people? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's not cool at all. And they have their own struggle and they don't want to be used for your political ploy. I see that, you know, I'm not, I don't always try to make it a Jewish thing, but a lot of people right now are trying to use the oppression of Jews as a form to tell them that you shouldn't listen to a certain form or ideology because that's how we got to a different position. Like with yeah, Nazis. Yeah. when at the same damn time, they'll turn around and tell me that they run the media. So again, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you can't cherry pick my people <laughs> you know what yeah, i'm saying nah, okay all those people arguing in bad faith right now like honestly get it out of here um and then you know i again i uh, this is all like i've been i started off last week 
kind of discouraged because I felt like it was going to be the same old shit, just protests and, you know, obviously, it, you know, which happens all the time is looters and, you know, riots and, and property damage and, and people, even though they literally watched a man die on film, go into the same old shit that they usually go into, which is, oh no, like Target, you know what I'm saying? Oh no, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, somebody died, but it's scary to me that they're burning down, you know, buildings and, and, you know, writing graffiti and, and stealing from corporations and, you know what I mean? And it's like, bro, I understand like that stuff is obviously wrong, but people are all here literally die. like we literally watched the dude die on camera with a dude with his hands in his pocket bro like that shit was okay you know what i mean like so, they don't even like death on tv like you right, know what i'm saying like you right. can't even show that on a netflix like you can't show that on nbc like on a tv right show. right exactly they got to cut away and it's like we, we literally watched that and people weren't getting charged for a murder that we watched on tv and, or not on on literal video and so you got to think that some black people are like, bro, if the rules don't apply, the laws and the rules don't apply to certain folks, why should I follow them? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, if, if, if we got these laws out here and certain people obviously don't have to follow the laws and the rules, why should I follow them? Why should I hold these shits dear to me when other people are, are breaking the most, like, the, the worst of the worst laws that we have? You know what I'm saying? And you're worried about people rioting and looting, which was, and it still was a, a small percentage of people. And then, you know, we got, you know, some people that did the argument that people came in and they were causing chaos, which I think honestly at this point is inconsequential because, because like it, it just, people use that to miss the mark. You know what I'm saying? They use the looting, they use the, the property damage to miss the mark when, you know, a lot of these corporations got insurance that they can get back on their feet. Uh, it does. It, I am like, you know, I'm generally torn when it's like small business owners, uh, you know, black business owners who, you know, didn't have anything to do with any of this, obviously, just like Target didn't. But, you know, what I'm saying who who, you know, their thing gets burnt down or, you know, s- stolen and it's a little bit harder for them to bounce back. But, you know, every every GoFundMe that I've seen about any business that's been, you know, either burnt down or looted or anything like that. You know, I'm going there, I've donated to a couple. Hopefully everybody who's complained about this has donated and put their money where they, you know, where their mouth has been. But all of those that I've have I, that I've seen, I haven't seen one that's flopped yet. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you've been out here looking or seeing any of these, but like, you know, there was one in Minneapolis. I think it was a uh, it was either like an, an Iranian restaurant or or uh, something, something of that, like that. Maybe it was like a noodle spot, um, and they had, you know, they had a, they had a Facebook comment saying that they didn't care that their shit burnt down because people should be angry. Um, but like they, their GoFundMe was popping. They they wanted to raise a hundred thousand dollars, and they raised like five hundred thousand dollars. There was a dude who was crying on the news because the sports bar kind of got, uh, not kind of, but it, you know, it got raided during the whole thing, and it was sad, definitely to watch. But then you go on this GoFundMe and do racked up a million dollars so he's gonna be fine you know what i mean you you know so like we people are out here one protesting peacefully and two like we've you know the people have have came and uplifted people who've kind of been casualties along the way of this 
but the the main thing is, you know, before people were doing these these peaceful protests and nothing was changing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Somebody would die. I would see, uh, you know, some hashtag almost, you know, it's kind of like school shootings at this point. You know what I mean? Where you see one and at some point you, you look at it and you're like, wow, another fucking one. And you got to go on with your day. You know what I mean? That was the same thing that was happening every time you see some some sort of some police shooting. Uh, if you you know what I'm saying you see the name a hashtag you'd be like what the fuck? Of course I, I can't be surprised I see this shit all the time and you have to get on with your day. But you know what I mean? Now you know I feel like people once we saw it on video, people have felt like you know now is the time to say enough, enough is enough and I'm I'm glad about it. Um, is it, it's gotten it has gotten to a point though that you know there's been a lot of like hand wringing kind of questioning about you know the methods people are taking to kind of join in on it. So I know we were talking about the the whole black squares thing. Like what do you, what would you what was your take on that? Well, um, I think I saw you post it first, and I was just like, you know, Ty's my big brother, so whatever he does, I got to do. You know what I'm oh saying? yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was just like. I'm gonna copy him real quick. And then nah, something <laughs> nah, so I saw it and I was like, all right, cool. Like that I knew something was gonna go down, you know, for it. You know, like social mm-hmm. media, you know, like obviously. And you know me, dude. I'm I'm obviously that dude that's like, oh, I, I don't do trends and stuff like that. But sometimes yeah. things are just bigger than me, right? And I was like, nah, this is cool, just straight blackout type thing. Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh I'm not a black dude. I, you know what I'm saying, like I uh, you know, I I think my my love for people is organic. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be corny and be like I don't see color. Like I definitely do. Like I love my yeah, black I, homies. I hate, I, I hate that saying. Nah, I love my Puerto Rican homies. I love my Dominican. Like I love their culture. I see the color. I love. I, it. <laughs> you you know should you shouldn't have to not be able to see what color somebody is to recognize nah. they're a human. I don't. I never understood that. Yeah, saying. stupid. Nah, like what the fuck? Come on. Yeah, I love yeah, yeah. I love the parody. You know. So. You know what I'm saying like but with that like you know my love for people is just if if I fuck with you or not you know what I'm saying like um so I was like yeah I'm definitely gonna throw something down um but what I was seeing is like you know the people that I feel like that are that you know people that we're trying to get aware of what's you know Black Lives Matter and the cause of like you know bringing attention to you know just the thing like the wrongfulness that goes on is that there's some people that are like, yeah, yeah, I acknowledge it. My bit like, but I don't, you know, I know cops are, you know, I just don't want to get involved. You know, like those people that are on the fence. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did see people getting involved and then posting, but then I saw some people that I don't know, you know, I, I know them from Twitter and I see, a, you know, their avatars. So I, I, and I see them talk and tweet and I know they're black from that, but I don't mm-hmm. know them as a person. So like, I don't know their opinions on race. I don't know their opinions on shit like that. I don't know them as a person. So I saw some people that were kind of like, yo, I don't, you know, save your black square for me. Uh, actually, I saw a funny reference was, you know how in Get Out when the dad's like, I would have voted for Obama. Yeah, twice. yeah, yeah. I would have put, I'd have put, I'd have, I'd have put two black squares if I could. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I was, I was asking you, bro, like, what's your opinion on that? Like, obviously, I think this, a wild quote, and I don't think this pertains fully, but I've always hated fake love and I like real hate, mm-hmm. you know, over fake love. Not to say like I'd prefer people hating right now on the cause, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Is there like, 
is is there some sort of responsibility on the person posting or is it a responsibility on the person like you know what i'm saying like which i guess my opinion was like you know it's better than nothing um type thing i, I can understand where it is nothing and and i could see where people think that oh i posted now you know i did more than i need to right so there's those all those avenues i also thought it was innocent though. i don't, I thought it was harmless you know like, right 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 so i don't know what do, you, what do you think i saw some dudes that are just like bro this shit weak <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so i i'm at the you know i've been thinking about shit, this shit for a little bit but i think in a way it it does help it does matter that as many people did it as they did but it it also doesn't at the same time you know what i mean because there's gonna be there's definitely a bunch of people who posted that black square on Instagram who, you know, I mean, obviously I noticed it that didn't say shit before the black, the black square, you know, didn't have an answer story about it. Didn't do a post, which I get, you know, now, you know, now we have stories, you know, I don't, I post something. I do an actual post on Instagram like once every like four or five months. It's really, it takes a lot for me to actually do a post. So I know a lot of people don't actually, post as often and so you got to weigh that into it of you know they actually took the time to do a post whether or not you know they might have been swept up into you know it being a moment or whatever um but you know it it does you know make me skeptical when it's somebody who didn't say shit about any of this even in a in an interest story on a facebook on a twitter um before they decided to post the black square it, and probably won't say anything after the fact. And so you're like, do you actually care or did you do it because it felt like everybody else was doing it and you didn't want to feel racist? You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, but at the same time, I think it does matter that people felt like they should say something. You know what I mean? Like, I think it actually does mean something that people felt like they should say something. I don't think everybody was as sincere as I, you know, would want them to be about it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm sure. And, you know, there could be some people who I don't want to say was on a fence about it or, you know what I'm saying? Or didn't want to speak up about it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to, how to put that, but I, I think people seeing how, how many people actually, wanted to post actually meant something. Cause I think it might've persuaded somebody to learn more or persuaded somebody to be like, maybe next time somebody says something, why OD racist, which, you know, I know that happens with white people, white people around other white people, somebody else says something racist and you don't really say anything. Cause you're like, you know what I'm saying? I don't, if I say something, maybe they kick me out or if, you know what I'm saying? Like, or maybe it's better for me to just not be racist and I'll just let this person have this wild opinion and not worried about it. You know what I mean? Like maybe maybe they, it'll embolden them to say something next time, or or to be more open to hearing a black person say something. You know what I mean? Or you know, it like I think it can help in kind of like more subtle ways. And so I don't want to disparage the whole thing as a whole, but in the back of my head, I know that a lot of people just did it because it's kind of like. But I feel like it has a lot of parallels to the ALS challenge. Like the the ice bucket challenge, you remember yeah, that? They're just dumping the water, just because. And I and I and I'll cop to that. Like you know, I, how much of that did I do that because I wanted to 
like support ALS, which I didn't know what the hell it was at the time. How much did I do it? Because it was a social media trend that, you know, actually like I just seen everybody doing it and tagging it and I got tagged. So I was like, fuck it, let's do it. But, and you say like, yeah, is that an empty kind of gesture? But you're like, is it though? Like everybody knew what it was and it raised a shit ton of money for ALS. So it actually, it did what it wanted to do. You know what I mean? So like, I feel like this is the same thing. Like it, it's spreading the awareness. People being aware of it, people talking about it actually matters. Yes, there's going to be people who did that shit for hollow reasons and and probably aren't going to say anything or do anything more. But uh, I feel like a lot, it, 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 it did enough awareness that some people are going to do more and that's going to matter in the long run. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and that's what I was saying too. Like not to – like I, I think – there's time and place because I think also that same person that is like, yo, posting the black square and it's during a time of community and communitas of like, all right, you know, it's kind of like a trend. Yeah. But if that same person went like, if we were removed from a time where it was politically or not politically, if it was like, um, it was, it was just like the temperatures were hot on it right now because it just took place. If it was like, you know, a year removed from, from uh, George Floyd or Michael Brown situation. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that same person was just like at work with a sign that was like, yo, black lives matter. Yeah, I think yeah, some yeah. people would be like, All right, yeah, bro. Thanks. Like, I mm-hmm. don't know. There would also be that, like that person is like doing too much. Right. Right. So I, I can see where someone's like, all right, well, fuck, how do I help? You know? <laughs> like, right. Right. And I, I think there is like, kind of like a middle ground on this where I think there's, a situation where people come to like the right side of something and, or they change their mind about something for the better, they become more progressive on an issue. And I think there's too much of a rush to persecute people for having an old opinion and then changing, which I get because sometimes people are skeptical. It's like, are you re- did you, did you really have a change of heart or did you, are you just saying this because you know, like the winds on that on that issue has changed and does that even matter does it matter if you change your heart because it felt like everybody else was changing because the ultimate goal is we want everybody to change how they feel about it or you know what i'm saying but i also think we shouldn't praise those people for like oh yo you used to be a little racist and now you're a little less racist like yeah you got the cookout now or whatever the fuck people want to say or you know what i'm saying giving people a pat on the back like you know what i'm saying like, you can't be out here patting people on the back for doing the right thing but i don't think we should be overly crucifying people for changing their mind like we got to be like all right cool you change your mind you with us now you on the team we're not giving you no awards you're not you're not getting the trophy or nothing for being on the team now but like now you with us and we're gonna monitor like you know if you still gonna be rolling with us moving forward because that's what's really ultimately gonna tell us if you for real for real was with us or if you were just saying some shit you know what i mean Right. And that's, that's why it's a, that's why I think you find out who rides like over time. Yeah. And without time of crisis, you know what I'm saying? You want to see someone that's got you regardless. Right. And I think the, now it's just someone that pops up when it's like socially like, Oh shit, you heard about what happened. Like you should be on the forefront. You know what I'm saying? Or you get shamed. And that's the thing too. Like I get, I get mixed up on when people get shamed into, into doing the right thing. And it's like, when should we stop? the shaman you know like the with the drew Brees thing right now uh, where he you know he came out and he did his whole 
you know, they asked him blatantly about George Floyd and then he pivoted into, you know, the same old shit that happened to Kaepernick where they made him protesting about police brutality about the flag. And he rightfully got ripped by his teammates, by everybody it felt like, and their mama. And he came out with a pretty strong apology about it. You know, he didn't he didn't acknowledge exactly what he did, which was a little troublesome. But and then, you know, right before we did this podcast, Trump, I guess a couple hours ago, tried to, you know, wade back in that into that water because that's, you know, that's what he likes to do to get his people kind of stoked up is, you know, try to go back to the, the, the old hits. So he tried to beat the drum on, you know, Drew shouldn't have took back his statement. Nobody should disrespect the flag. And uh, Drew Brees dropped a statement uh, immediately saying, no, I, this is why I was wrong. After talking to people, I realized that I shouldn't have ever and we shouldn't have ever pivoted to making what they were talking about about the flag at all because it never was about that. And it was just a way for us to distract, you know what I'm saying, what they actually meant and from what they're actually fighting for. And he was like, I'm never going to I'm not going to do that shit right now. So it's like that's the right thing for him to do. But he literally only did it because he got shamed. So it's like, where's that line on? do we do, not commend him but do we like take him at his word now that he actually changed his mind because that's literally what we wanted him to do you know what i mean i think yeah and that that's a weird balance it's like you wanted him to have it right from the jump right but if you then don't he get got it right, it from right. The jump, yeah but then there's there's on there's there's genuine skeptic skepticism 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 that skepticism. He just, he's not he that he just saying this shit to save face so it's like Let's see what he does from here on out. And, you know, since he's had the apology, he's Action followed that up with another thing. You know what he needs to do? Is keep going. And he needs to take a knee first game of the season. Uh, yeah. See, that, and that's the thing, too. Like, I know I'm bringing up all these – but this is how my mind's been working. Like, uh, you know, where we see these cops take a knee, you know, at these protests, and people are kind of looking at that as, oh, see, they're on our side. But then an hour later, they're beating people's asses. So <laughs> – and that's not funny, but yeah, it, it they're is. They're kneeing people. They, they hit people like, with their knees. It's not funny that they're beating people's asses, but it is funny that, you know, where people are falling for the okie doke of, you know, people, they're, they're, and, you know, they're doing these symbolic gestures, but then not changing anything at all. And that's where I think a lot of black people are. It's like, we tired of the symbols, dog. Like, you can, sim- like, the symbols are nice. We get the gestures. We want, like, the gesture shoulders that you're with us. But what really is going to show us that you with us is if you actually start doing shit to change shit. Like if we own, if we, if you start voting and we're on these politicians asked to actually do shit to change the way that, you know, our country is, is running and has been run since its inception. That's what's going to actually show us that you, that you with us. And that, you know, obviously black people had their role, and making sure, you know, that stuff happened. We got to get more involved. And we have been. Not, I'm not trying to say that we aren't or anything like that. Um, but, you know, making sure we do our shit with voting. But, you know, we're we're, just, we're so many people. We can't change the system by ourselves or else it would have fucking been changed by now. It have been changed a long time ago. So that's why we need other people to not just come in and say words, which is great. That's good. Not to just do gestures, which is also great. That's good. We need motherfuckers to come in and be about this shit for real. And I think a lot of people have been, if you've been out here protesting and we seeing, that's the thing, you know, we, we, we preach inequality 
And these police are giving out equal ass beatings. They beating everybody ass right now, bro. They hitting everybody with rubber bullets. They not discriminating. Bro, they fucking 90-year-olds up. Son. Bro, they hitting old white They dudes. do not care, fam. They, they they shooting bullets at white women. They puffing their chest out, bro. Bro, they getting at, they and you know, that's part of the problem. Like I feel like cops feel like right now there's it's kind of a us against the world type mentality, which is absurd. That that's how you feel after we watch somebody get murdered because it's like this isn't about like if if you know we hear this argument about there's more good cops than there are bad cops and you know I want to believe that that's true but obviously these hundreds and and of videos of uh, these cops just indiscriminately shooting rubber bullets which aren't supposed to be. You know, we we see these, we hear this like rubber bullets, and they sound like you know something that doesn't hurt as bad. It's like you know, it's kind of like a BB gun or some shit. And then you see that rubber bullets are like these huge, fucking looking like I don't even know. How to, they look like big ass. They they're huge. And apparently, you know, I read a, a thing that you know rubber bullets are actually supposed to be fired at the ground and supposed to ricochet into people's like legs, and they're still supposed to feel like a like a Mike Tyson punch if they hit you from far away. And they're just hitting motherfuckers point blank with these shits. <laughs> yeah. And, and shooting them straight at people. In their eyes and stuff. Yeah, they're taking out people's eyes uh, and they're tear gassing people and like gassing people during a fucking pandemic. is uh, A pandemic that affects people's lungs is absolutely insane. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of shit that, you know, is going to... So like they're they're responding to us saying that there's too much police brutality with more police brutality, which is an indictment on the whole system, first and foremost. But also, if there is all these good cops that we keep saying that there is, they wouldn't have a problem with oversight, with with reform to make sure there's things in place for them to not, you know, kill people. <laughs> you know what I mean? To prevent killing people at all costs, because they shouldn't want to do that, right? Yeah. <laughs> And 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 I feel like the reform people are asking for actually benefits cops because, <clears throat> sorry, I heard an argument that that I, I you know I believe that it feels like we we count on the cops to do way too much shit that they aren't even qualified for qualified for like we 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 want the cops to be intermediates and mediators for domestic disputes even though they have no training on counseling we want them to be counselors we want them to be you know, drug counselors. We want them to be uh, fucking paramedics. Is like supervisors. We ask, supervisors we ask them. To, we ask the, right. We ask the cops. We ask. Yeah, we ask them to be fucking supervisors for kids in schools. Like we ask the cops way of way too much that they're not that they they only go to police academy for a couple months and then they're thrown out there and they're not prepared rightfully for a lot of the shit that they deal with. And you know, it, it's it's it, I have to say that their job is tough. But it's like there has to be an in between between all right, your job is tough, so we're gonna let you murder people all the time, or your job is tough, let's take some of that shit off your plate and maybe repurpose and redefine what it is that you do, and we find whether that you know we 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 have to take some of the money that you're getting that we're giving you to do all these jobs and we use them better in other ways to better serve our community like that makes more sense to me. But, you know, people are looking at it as, you know, we're straight up attacking every cop. And I get why it feels that way. But it's like, if you're a good cop, you shouldn't want there to be the system here 
where you get to murder people indiscriminately and and most motherfuckers get is fired unless we have a week and a half worth of riots like that that's insane yeah and and fuck you know how many customers i've wanted to kill in my day (laughs) (laughs) nobody should just have the power to just kill people and the worst thing that happens you get suspended or or and then you get a job fired bro like oh shit somewhere else you jb from that customer server you the one that jumped through the phone and strangled the person right yeah all right come on in like i mean because they can get a cop job the next county over yeah, and that's that's what's crazy. Like you steal from a Target, bro. You're not getting another job at a different Target. Uh, yo, you you uh, you transfer to Walmart. Um, <laughs> so I said this on Facebook the other day, and I, you know we have a chance to clarify it. You know, shouts to Matt Archer, a proud bucket. You know, what I'm saying supporter of day one. You know, he he didn't take kindly to my words, but we were able to clarify. I said there's no such thing as a good cop. There's only bad cops, and then there's cops, and Right. What, I was, what I was getting at that is often, too often, to try to make the equation equal, people will try to offset the bad cops by saying, what about the good cops? Which is all well and good. However, the things that they tell me that a good cop consists of... They're just see, doing their job. Sounds to me like they're just being a cop. Like, the, it, it should be that, you know, we've given people <laughs> a lot of power... We, you know what I mean? Like, you should probably not abuse that. You know what I'm saying? So, so with that, I'm saying, like, you know, bad cop, racial profiling, stopping detaining, stopping frisk, murdering. Uh, not even getting to the ones that, you know, do criminal rings. Doing, cri- yeah, cri- you know, dirty yeah, cops. I'm, I'm dirty, not talking about, yeah. yeah. I'm not even talking about the ones on power. I'm talking yeah. about. Which is uh, like, they definitely exist. Yeah. The cops that, you know, on with females that have traffic stops, they get away with, you know, f- touching their boobs and all. Or these- straight up, f- like, full on raping people. Like, we yeah. obviously know those people are criminals. Right. Yeah. May- or making women get, you know, I'll, you know, show me your tits and you can drive away. Like, all right, these right, crazy right. things that, you know, don't go on the body cam and stuff. What I was getting at is you can't tell me that, yeah, it's. It's problematic that George Floyd was murdered by a cop and three watched and witnessed and doing didn't do anything. But did you see that one cop in that neighborhood? He played basketball, right, with the neighborhood boys. Like I mean, this, like yo, a, this, good cops and bad cops, man. It's like, no. <laughs> like the, the good cops are up. just doing like I think the bad cops are doing a little more damage. I think we should maybe focus on them, dog. It just sounds like the good cops not doing his job. Like, oh, he was off the clock playing basketball. I don't give a fuck, bro. Right. Like, oh, he bought ice cream for the hood. Like, cool. Right. It's just like I, I don't understand. Some it's I don't like I get <laughs> somebody that people, that do, somebody people that try to bring it up to be like, don't it's not all cops, even though people aren't even saying. <laughs> it, like I was never saying that every single cop that I've ever come across is evil. Like that's not the fucking point, dog. Well, why would that's like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> don't tell me, don't tell me though. The cops that don't kill people wash out the cops that kill people though. Like, <laughs> like it's not an equal and opposite effect, bro. They're not making up. Like it's not like those I, same cops are like resuscitating people from res. They're resurrecting people. Yeah, fam. Like, hey, yo, I know they killed three people, but yo, a thousand cops that I didn't kill anybody. Like, yo, cool. So that's what I was getting at, bro. You're a good, you're a good cop if you're doing what you can be a cool cop. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this right. cop's cool. He let me slide. Cool cop. You yeah. know, which you is, which is funny because that's technically a bad cop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that was my statement. You know, listen, I've had, I, I've been a- arrested before. I've been detained. 
I've been, um, you know, I've had interactions with cops. All right. So I was arrested for, um, I was solicited. I was selling alarms door to door and I didn't have a permit on me. So it was illegal to solicit. So, you know what I'm saying? So, but he told, he gave me a warning at first. He's like, don't, I I can't see you again. I was like, all right, babe, you're fine. I went right back like two minutes Mm -hmm. later. I got the cops called on me because people were like, yo, there's kids trying to like sell shit. Like people get suspect in the neighborhood. Right, right, right. So they got them in there. He's like, yo, I told you, bro. So get in. I was like, what are you getting with? He's like, the car. <laughs> and I was like, damn, bro. So yeah, I got, I mean, held, detained, not really arrested, arrested. Right, but right, right. I wasn't allowed to go until someone came and got me. And um, there was, you know, there's that. I've had interactions at parties with cops, obviously. Like, you know, I was in the wrong for underage drinking and shit like that. You know, so those are my like antidotal stories. But I've also had like there was a time, bro, where I got I got out of a car. My car was acting up, and I was being followed by a car by a cop because I didn't have my fucking license. My the insurance tag on my plate was like you know it said 2012 or whatever, and it was 2013. And uh, I had the paper, I just didn't have the, the sticker, so I knew that like if I ever got pulled over, I had to show them the shit. But I had weed on me, so I was fucking panicking. And uh, he pulled me over and I got out of the car, made it look like my made it look like that there was something wrong with my car. And that's why I pulled over all crazy. So I pulled over, got out the car and was like, what's wrong with my tires? And I, and I turned around to do that, the gun out, bro. Wow. Just, yeah. He's like, get back in your fucking car. I was like, yo, is that serious? I was yeah, like, I all right, man. And then, but then he's like, yo, your insurance is expired, but he could have like, taking my license mm-hmm. but luckily i had my sprint shirt on i told him i was like nah this came from work we have work insurance can i go to the office and get it and he's like yeah and then i did <laughs> <laughs> well i mean uh, he trusted you and you uh you took that trust and, and uh, but you know why i had to do this because he pulled a fucking gun on me man. that's true i wouldn't have went back to the guy who pulled the gun yeah on suck my dick bro yeah let me go get that insurance bye <laughs> Like I feel like you didn't handle this the right way, so I'm really not gonna, really not gonna abide by any of that. So. Yeah, so I got the I got the dub on that one. Right. Yeah. So that I was my you. point, man. Anyway, um, I was say I got way too many stories of, yeah. of, you know, multiple stories of, you know, when I lived in the suburbs, uh, just walking home, of being stopped by cops asking me where I'm going, and I gotta explain to them that I actually live in that neighborhood. Or, you know, running I had, I, when I didn't live in that neighborhood, but I was, you know, going to school over there and I'm, you know, I'm running from my friend's house. because I'm trying to catch the bus, having a cop stop me because I was running in the wrong neighborhood, uh, ultimately making me miss the bus. Uh, I've had times where, you know, I lived in the city and we were literally standing on the corner, right? At, right. My house is like right on the corner. And we had cops pull up on us, ask us what we're doing. We said, standing here and they're like well you need to go home i'm like my house is literally right i'm in front of my house <laughs> and and you know my you know i have friends saying like yeah we live like right here like what do you mean and you know police slamming us to the ground and taking you know uh, one of my homies in because they said he had an attitude which you know made no sense and so and there, you know there's countless other examples that i've seen they've been around of just how, you know, cops have interacted with people that look like me or, you know, me in general. And so, like, I, you know, I don't need the stories to, to validate any of this because, you know, we all seen it. We saw it on, on, on camera and every black person has cop stories of racism. Every black person has 
people that they considered friends' stories of racism, people that they definitely knew was racist and then confirmed that shit to them. Stories, people have racism stories at, at any job they've ever worked at. You know what I'm saying? It, it, you know, every black person has that shit. So I guess that's, you know, that's all I say. You know, I did start out with all this shit kind of in a, a negative light. I've come around. I've seen some of the positives. It feels like more people are willing to speak up. It feels like maybe we might get some actual change out of this. Um, but obviously, I'm, you know, I'm still skeptical. I'm still waiting to see mode. Let's see what happens. Um, been trying to read a lot. I see a lot of people out here trying to educate themselves and watch shit and, and, and try to learn more. So it's good to see. But uh, we can move on to some more, you know, lighthearted shit. You know yeah, I mean? man. Of course. I wanted you to, you know, talk your shit, man. It's been a couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? I miss, I miss the pod, bro. I miss hearing the energy. So, yeah, man, I know, you know, this shit's fucking you up. It's fucking a lot of, a lot of us up. And, you know, you're a strong dude, and you know, I, I uh, like I said, you're my big brother, so you know, I gotta make sure that you're feeling right, you know what I'm saying? So, right. But- Shocking, this feeling so electrifying, ain't got to catch no fly. No need to rush, girl, take your time. Rockin' We're skankin' till the morning light I rope my dog tonight Drown me in your love, it ain't no crime I'm, I'm gonna try and get to the. I, I might risk the Rona for the protests and get uh, with, with one foot and get it out in these streets. But yeah, speaking on that, man. Um, shit, how, how long ago was it? Uh, two weeks now. Um, let's take it back to Denver, bro. Um, you saw it firsthand. I mean, you saw me before Denver, but I've been walking with a limp for like the last couple years, right? Yeah. I have. Finally found out what the fuck was in my foot, what was wrong with it. It felt like, for the buckets out there, it felt like I was walking on a Lego at all times. Oh, fuck. That sounds awful, dog. Just stepping on a Lego every time I walked, right? To the point where I was just like, yo, I just don't I would have quit walking. I'd have been in a rascal, my guy. Bro, that's why. <laughs> like the niggas at Walmart, bro. <laughs> I'm out here flexing like, yo, social distance. The real thing, I was like, I just don't want to go nowhere. Right. Uh, so... Yeah, I couldn't do shit to the point where I was like, couldn't even walk, play sports, none of that shit. So I was getting cortisone shots. Cortisone shots got this diminishing returns, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. the pain will come back three weeks, two weeks, one week, an hour later. I was like, fuck, man. I tried every type of shoe, every type of orthotic. You got, Lord knows I've tried every type of pain med. <laughs> right. And like self-medication. but right, You don't want to get out here addicted to these pain meds either. So. Yeah, I've been trying to get addicted to weed my entire life. <laughs> You definitely don't need them opiates, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I've been trying to... What did he say? What did he say? 
OD on TAC. Mm-hmm. Um, but nah, so shouts to you, man. I got I got foot surgery, man. I finally went up and got my foot chopped up. Um, you know, we've been on quarantine and you know, isolation for the last three months. I'm still working from home. I've been dreading the surgery because I was like worried about the, you know, the the rehab time. But you know, silver lining. So I go and get the surgery scheduled. And they call me and they say, hey, Mr. Burke, uh, we have to schedule you for the COVID-19 test because we have to make sure that you don't have COVID before coming in the hospital. Right. I was like, what? Nah, I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> no one told me that. You're going to tell me two days before the surgery? Like, come on, like, blah, blah, blah. You already like, amped yeah. up because you're like, I'm about to get cut into. Yeah. Then they're like, yeah, well, the test takes 24 hours, so we can't. You know, you can't proceed with your surgery unless you have a clearance, blah, blah, blah. Mm. I was like, yeah, but what if I have the COVID? Like, well, then you isolate for two weeks. And, and what, like, I mean, obviously, you would want to know if you got it. Yeah, so I'm like freaking, yes. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, nah, man, I don't know. Blah, blah. So I'm like YouTubing the COVID test oh, and wow. like reading on it and just seeing. Because I've been seeing painful things, man. The one video I saw was like that army guy. That, like, oh, yeah, he was, he was, yeah, he was yeah, he was not liking it. Yeah, so I was just like, ah, oh, that's and this dude's the ar- in the army. Army, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, nah, I'm not with this. Maybe they can give me like a fake test, and I could just go to the bathroom and be like, I, oh, I, t- I took it. That's funny because I know they got the swabs out too. So there's a swab test. I heard it's not as reliable as the nose one. I think yeah. that's what it was. So they, they'd have to, but I heard the swab test is quick, obviously painless, and like they get the results back fairly quick so they could have swabbed you up maybe but that's probably they probably didn't have that at the hospital and then there was one there's i guess now there's one you could spit in a cup oh shit there you go i'm just like fam let me do that so nah man so they they bring me back there i do the test man i'm like hyping myself up i'm like yo does it hurt does it hurt what's funny is they kind of they say things to like make it uh to like ease the pain over the phone they're like oh it's like two seconds you won't feel a thing and i was Mm -hmm. like all right, I get there. I talk to the first person, like first dude I see. I'm like, yo, have you taken the COVID test? He's like, yeah. I was like, what happened? He's like, it's fine, bro. It's just like five seconds. You'll be fine. I was like, five seconds? All right. And then I go to like the lady. I'm like, yeah, I'm here for the COVID test. I'm nervous. She's like, oh, you'll be fine. It's just 10 seconds. I was like, <laughs> so you I, was know. Like, I was like, wait, what? And then Two, five, and, ten. Yeah. Then I'm like in the back. I'm like, how long is this test? She's like, it's about 20 seconds. I was I'm like, like hey. <laughs> I'm like, can I call you again and get the numbers back? Because this is not what you said. So then, bro, yeah, she puts my head back, puts the shit all the way in. I, at first, I was like, can I stand? I, I feel like I, I could bear it better from standing. She's like, no, you're, you're, like, you're too tall. You have to sit yeah, back. Yeah. I was like, damn. So she does it. Bro, she's like rotating and stuff. I felt like I was in like the, the what's that movie with the, um, the poltergeist? Uh-huh. And I was just being sucked through. Like, I was like, I thought... Like, <laughs> And and she and she's just like, just keep breathing, keep breathing. I was like, uh, uh. And then she finally takes it out. I was like, man, that was horrible. Like, but thanks, whatever. She's like, okay, next nostril. I was like, no, no. No, they do both nostrils. Both nostrils, fam. Oh. Yeah, for twenty seconds, and then it's <laughs> you in there rubbing the shit, bro. You know what it felt like? It felt like. When soda, the can of soda, uh, and it gets up a little bit. Know, I hate yeah. that. Yeah. But while someone's mushing your face, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'm dying over it. You got the one nostril. Like, all right, man, that was horrible. Like, all right, the next one, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, oh what again? I was like, bro, I'd rather take an enema right now. You know, 
So, and then uh, the lady, she, it's funny because she's been administering the test for babies all day. All yeah. day. So, like, she's heard every joke there is, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I'm just cursing, cursing. And then, like, I'm sitting there for like a minute. She's like, are you, are you done? I was like, I'm, I'm waiting on you. Like, we're just, <laughs> we're just sitting here listening to me curse. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, she was like, I want you to get it all out, though. Yeah. So then I finally, you know, and then. It's like nerve wracking because they're like, "We'll give you the results in 24 hours." So I was like, "Uh, all right. yeah. so I started praying, right? And <laughs> so then I get home and I'm, <laughs> I'm just like, "Ah, oh, man, what if I have COVID?" Like, I'm already like telling homies I can't hang out with them, even though I've been isolated. Wow. I'm like, "Yeah, bro, so don't miss me for two weeks." Yo. Even though you're like, I probably weren't gonna see him for two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm washing my hands every minute and shit. I'm like, "Nah, this can't be." Like, then, like, like that's gonna stop. <laughs> I was like brushing my teeth now. So then like they call me and they're like, Hey, we have your results. I'm like, okay. She's like, You're negative. I was like, is that bad? She's like, No, like you don't have it. I was like, yeah. Oh, so she's like, Yeah, you can come in. I was like, so I'm clear, blah blah blah. I don't want to hear no thing where they like lost the swab and they gotta yeah, do, yeah, it do it again. You you show up and they're like, All right, another nostril. Yeah. <laughs> it's 40 yeah. seconds now. So That's funny because you you know, you told me that it was it was bad, like like right after it happened and then i think i saw like three videos on social media where people were taking it and they were like fine like i think first one was chrissy Teigen, and she's getting the test and she's like laughing and she's like honestly it tickled that was it and then i saw another dude who was just like he was doing it and he laughed a little bit and then he then he when he was done you're like how'd it feel he was like honestly that wasn't that bad and i'm like bro what this is so Different than every other video. <laughs> I saw like three of them back to back where people were just like, Yeah, I mean it was weird, but it wasn't wild. And then, yeah. you know. I- I'm I- sure Chrissy Teigen like checked her bank account after she did it or something. <laughs> make herself feel better. Bro, she I- was full on giggling at that shit. Damn, like, I didn't I- like it. All right. Well then she's better than me. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, some people I- which it makes it. Some people just got, you know what I'm saying, different like, you know, some people you know, hit their funny bone and it don't affect them the same as it, you know, me hitting my funny bone or and people are ticklish, some people aren't ticklish, you know what I mean? And dude, and I saw the Chrissy Ticking video, that shit was like a third of how long the shit was in my nose, bro. Like, they yeah. were rotating and shit was like she was looking for shit. And, yeah. um, so, you know what I'm saying, miss me with that test now. Like, I'm, nah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they definitely should, alright, I get that it's a new virus, and we don't got vaccines for it yet. We don't got effective treatment for it yet. But come on, dog. We have to have other ways of testing than this 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 swab, which we do. But it's like they should be effective. Like we should be able to test this motherfucker. If they can tell us that that shit was on a like found on a cruise ship fucking table, they should be able to tell if that shit's in your saliva. You know what I mean? Like, that shouldn't be that hard to do. But I don't know. I'm not a doctor or a scientist. So I don't know the procedures of how they can break that down. But I don't understand how you could tell me that that shit, you know, was on a cruise ship for 17 days on a counter. But you can't detect it in my saliva if I just spit in the cup or some shit. Yeah, you need to go deep in my nostrils and, like, dig out a fucking piece of my skin from my brain to tell me if I got this motherfucker. Yeah, fucking, they need to listen. They just need to take notes from my mom that could tell who, that I was drunk, high, and, <laughs> and every, everything else just by looking at me, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how come my mom can administer a weed test by looking at me, but y'all can't figure out this COVID shit? Right. You know what I'm um, But now, so, I'm rolling into the surgery, you know, the surgery was lined up for Thursday. And, of course, you know, my luck, my type of... uh you know, 
look, I get there and they're just like, okay, um, I'm there at five in the morning, bro. I didn't eat last night, the night before. They told me not to smoke weed. I did. Um, and they're just like, all right, you know, get ready. Uh, or like, you know, see you at 5 a.m. I'm there at 5 a.m. Um, and then, uh, what was I going to say? Um, they, they're like, all right, Jesse, uh, you know, come through. And then they're like, all right, so you're here for the surgery? And uh, I was saying like, and they're like, yeah. I was like, and they said, okay, yeah, we have you scheduled for the 26th. And I was like, what? Nah, <laughs> Uh, I was like, nah, fam, we just went through this whole ordeal about why I had the COVID test and why I'm here for the mm-hmm. surgery and why would I be here at five in the morning for like a, like a follow-up? Wouldn't y'all just send me an email? Right. Um, and uh, I was going to say, we, and then she was like, um, well, let me check the records because it says the 26th. Um, and she was like, what she said she was like um yeah yeah no i'm sorry it says the 26th i was like i don't care what it says i'm here in like scrubs i'm ready to get surgery you know what i'm saying and um she was like uh she was like nah well i gotta you know the notes say the notes but then i was like can i talk to a manager or something and she's like uh i'll go get him and then the manager's like what's up i was like i'm here for surgery and you're trying to tell me i don't have surgery today she's like oh yeah um you're scheduled blah, blah, blah. and Anyway, long story short, I wasn't turning around for not the surgery. They put me in, man. I'm in. I'm chilling, bro. Um, <laughs> I'm a grown-ass man, but I had to get I, – I, I had to wear the gown, and I didn't put it on properly. You had, to, you had your dick out, so your butt cheek out? I, no. I <laughs> 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 well, no, nah, I had both. Like, I just did not put the shit on, so, like, I'm free. No, I hear me out, bro. So, I, I'm like, the shit's, like, tangled. Like, and it's, it's, like, all, like, wrapped up. So, it uh-huh. looks like I'm wearing, like, sli- a tank top that's, like, all wrapped up. My, you just went to pull in in the middle yeah, of the Yeah, like, my, my dick and balls and, like, my butt <laughs> And I was, like, hold on. I'm trying to, like, wiggle to, like, get in. The girl's, like, you didn't even tie any of it. I was, like, oh. She's, like, you're supposed to tie the top. And then the bottom, they help you with the bottom. And then, like, your butt's not showing. But my mm. shit was just out, right? Bruh. And then I'm sitting. The way I'm sitting, I'm kind of at an angle. So, like. It looked like my chest was higher than it was, but I was I, I had a blanket on and stuff. And mm-hmm. then the, the nurse just starts like rubbing, like you know, disinfecting me or whatever, starts rubbing me down. And then she like puts a hand up where my pants are, and I was like, "Yo, don't, no, not there, because you're about to touch my dick." And, <laughs> and she was like, "What?" Like she's like, "Okay, here, wash yourself." I was like, "Yeah, bro, wait, like." She's like, yeah, "I don't know why. They, why are they? Are they just, do they wipe you down just to make sure you wipe down because they don't well, trust people?" Which I get. Yeah, well, they were wiping down my chest, so there was no, like, because they put the, I don't know, yeah, like, the, yeah, whatever, and then they put the IV in my hand and shit, but then, uh, yeah, long story short, man, I'm talking to them, I, uh, they're just like, yeah, so we're just gonna talk, and before you know it, you're gonna be out, out. and then you're gonna wake up, yeah, out, I wake up, bro, and my shit's recovering, and my shit's just all just cut up, man, and uh, to tell the buckets, yeah, I got an aroma, that what they did was they found they they literally <laughs> between my you know first they can't and, see this is nah, audio. I, know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, trying to just, count. Just I was to, trying to count. Just to narrate, this dude Jesse just put his hand in the camera to show me the feet that he was trying to explain to y'all. Like y'all can see it. <laughs> what was in between your, your toes, bro? Between the one little piggy and another big piggy. They took a, an actual saw and just sawed the shit down. 
it mm. actually spread it apart to get to the tendons and stuff mm. where my neuroma, the little rubbery pellet ball thing was in, stuck in my foot. So is that just something that just grew? Yeah. What happens is you're, if you're, you have a deformity in your feet, which I did, the bones were rubbing bone on bone and it created it. And then oh. over time it gets bigger, fam. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So then it, your body, your foot develops bursa sacs, which is like bursitis, bursa or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just fluid sacs that your body creates to, to pr- protect the bone. Yeah. So, but it's pain- so it's like, it's painful, but it's not as painful as if your bones were just smacking against each other like tectonic plates. Uh, uh, right. But then they have to get rid of those in order to get rid of the shit. So my mm-hmm. man said he took out like chunks of my foot, like out of my foot. Damn. So, yeah, so shouts to that. Um, but now I'm in a walking boot, bro. My toes are fucking disgusting looking. Um, for last couple of weeks, I've been having Joelle shower me. Um, Damn. Straight up, like, I can't have my foot in the shower. So she's out here rubbing me down, you know what I'm saying, giving me the sponge baths. Um, That's love now, right there. I'm out here in my own showers now, showering again. So it's Got the bag on your foot? Yeah, I got my bag on the foot, and then I got the handheld shower. Yeah, I'm just, like, and you're just sitting head. down. Yeah. Like, I'm writing poetry and shit. <laughs> Taking a bath and shit with your leg out the shit. Yeah. Hilarious. So, but yeah, so four more weeks from now, bro. And I'm about to get my foot back right. I'm about to be back playing hockey. I'm going to get back in the get back in the gym, um, but not in a gym. Maybe just work out, like, you know, on my own. Right. And, um, yeah, I'm going to be able to run again, you know, which I never did before, but... <laughs> I'll be I'll be able to I'll be able to personally decline it. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Jesse's gonna run that marathon. That's what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's why I'm glad you know you're on the men. Uh, I ain't got nothing going on my foot. I got I got flat feet, so that's all that's all I got. Ain't I haven't I haven't needed I haven't needed any major surgery surgery. Thank God, or you know minor surgery I guess either. So. That's a that's a good excuse to use to not go to the army. You're like, yo, I can't march because I got flat feet. Yeah, yeah. That's what I always – my mom was like, you can't go to the army, you got flat feet. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like they desperate, so I don't understand how they would how they would deny anybody. But like You got to sign up to, like, send pictures of your feet, bro. Yeah, right? like, I can't join the Coast Guard. They don't need people in the Coast Guard. Get out of here. <laughs> but uh, – They said in you last, like, yo, his feet's flat, bro. <laughs> just might as well call it dead, bro. Yeah, it's just like, I ain't want to do this anyway. It's cool. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so before we go, you know, we're gonna get into songs of the week. I know it's been a while, you know, people haven't been thinking too much about music, but a lot of music has dropped in the last three weeks since we've done a pod. We'll get to that. But, uh, you want to do a quick, uh, review of Moonlight and we can talk about uh, another thing that we both watched too, that we can review, which is, uh, Space Force on Netflix, but yeah. go ahead, give you, give you Moonlight review from a movie that won Oscar in literally 2018. Was it 18? I believe 2018. Maybe it was 2017. But it definitely won an Oscar, and it was recent. All right. So it was cool. Um, <laughs> nah, so, it, it, like, long story short, man, like, it was about a dude that grew up with a crackhead mom, and he lived a troubled life because he grew up in the hoods of Miami, and he questioned his sexuality from a young age. Um and with that, he had a stigma of avoiding the crack life and the trouble he did while still trying to identify himself, you know, sexually. But as a little kid, who wants to, you know, who, why do you need to identify yourself sexually? Um, so there was that. Then there's a part, then it's like, it's in three stages, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. 
maybe moon crests, if you will. Kind of like that. What's that? That movie Boyhood, where it went through the whole kid's life or whatever. They filmed it over ten years, but not really. Yeah, yeah. So this was like, this kind of had like, yeah, it was just like, you know, ten years old, twenties, and then like, no, it was like teenage years, and then yeah, like twenties and thirties. But the weird thing was, is like. The movie, I don't know. It was just very, like, I think it had the skeleton of what could have been a really good movie. But it was just very, like, plain. Like, I thought it was really, like, just straightforward. Like, he was he, he was gay. He thought he was different because he was gay. He tried to avoid uh, a drug life. He ends up being a drug dealer. And that's the movie. Like, <laughs> there is really no twists, no plots, no, like, oh, this happens at the end. Very straightforward. That's why I was like, I think it it won awards because it was really well done production wise. Mm-hmm. But like the, but it didn't have. I don't know, man. Like I'm not a movie savant, but like that shit was just yeah. straight. It was just straightforward. There was no. I like, see. Ups and down. And you know, I think I'm. You know, I watch movies a ton, and I think the disconnect. I think with that people get in move most of the time when it's movies that win Oscars, opposed to the movies that tend to do well that people say that you know movies that they love or make a shit ton of money blockbuster movies is those movies usually have like a beginning middle and an end and you know they'll throw a twist in there to get people or you know some sort of suspense there's some sort of narrative that they're trying to tell and i think those the more like highbrow i guess high art kind of movies those indie films kind of more try i think they try to mirror life a little bit more where you know in life there's no there's really no there's no ending you know you know saying there's no there's never this like picture perfect ending to anything you know what i mean it's usually just you know there's a time where somebody goes through something and you know they get through it and sometimes they don't even get through it fully you know what i'm saying it's something that they get through gradually over time and so, you know, movies, those kind of movies kind of try to portray that. And I think that's why maybe people hold them in higher regard because it kind of, they feel like it reflects society a little bit more. But I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, so I can't, I can't directly critique it in, in how you saw it and how I might have saw it. But I, I, I don't, it's funny because I, I like wanted them to win because I, I actually, the, the year that they won, they beat La La Land. And it was, it was that year, it was like, they thought La La Land won and La La Land got on stage and then, you know, it was a whole mix up and then they somehow got the cue and they're like, we didn't win. It was Moonlight. And so I thought that was funny. I wanted the black production, black, you know, cast thing to win anyway, even though I hadn't seen the movie. And I had seen La La Land, which was a good movie, but it was just like, uh, it seemed kind of like, you know, up his butt. <laughs> so I was like, I don't really care. But, you know, I... So I can't tell you if I just I've everybody I talked to besides you who's seen it, which has all been people who love those kinds of movies and loves like, you know, our very movie savant movie, you know, they got fucking letterboxes where they rate every fucking movie and review it and shit like those people love that movie. But, you know, I can't speak to the normal person, you know, who's seen it because I haven't seen it. But. I feel like I had a, like a vision that me and you watched the shit after, and then I turned after it ended. I turned to you. And you're like, "What, man? What do you want? Like, is yeah. this a movie?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's all right." But no, I mean, watch it. It's cool. Hey, 
it's like an hour and a half. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's nice. And, you know, not two hours of just dragged out shit. But nah, it was, I'm sure it was cool. Like, nice journey of a dude denying, not denying, but trying to come to grips with who he is and and falling into pitfalls like everybody else do. I that's think, what it sounds like. So, like, I think reversed, or I guess, like, I guess indirectly, they did a really good job in the sense that, like, because there wasn't a lot of theatrics, mm-hmm. maybe it was like more realistic, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was cool, but still, man. I <laughs> yeah, I guess sometimes you go to the movie because you want to see a movie. You don't go to a movie because you want to remind you how shitty life is. <laughs> you know, what I'm yeah. which is like sometimes you don't. But you know, we obviously need to tell stories that you know reflect real life. But I think sometimes people are just like, I, I didn't want to watch a movie for the reasons that. The things that this movie gave me is not what I wanted to watch a movie for. Right. But yeah. Um but yeah, we can we can quickly go into Space Force, which how many Space Force dropped on on Netflix last last Friday and it's funny because you know, a lot of shit happened between between when it was first announced and everybody was pretty hyped because it was like Steve Carell back in doing a TV show with the dude who created the office. Like, so people, and, you know, they had, it got John Malkovich, who's, you know, a very big name. It got um, a couple other, the chick from Friends, what's her name? What's the chick who played? Lisa Kudrow. Yeah, Lisa Kudrow, who played, I can't remember, I don't know what the fuck her name was. Yeah, she played Phoebe. I thought it was Phoebe, but I wasn't sure. I've been hearing Phoebe a couple, a lot. My homie named his dog Phoebe, so it stuck in my head. But, yeah, so she's in it. A couple other people from, you know, John Ralphio from Parks and Rec is in it. A whole bunch of people and so you're like oh that sounds funny on his face right and i saw then the trailer dropped a couple like maybe a couple months ago and i saw it and i was like i'm gonna be real dog and i'm gonna get him the benefit of the doubt but this look mid <laughs> this, look, this look pretty trash bro off just off the trailer and you know i don't sometimes you get a trash trailer and the thing's good sometimes you get a fire trailer and the thing's trash but sometimes you get a bad trailer and it is what it is <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's not for me, dog. I was watching I watched the whole episode. I watched the first episode. I tried to watch a little of the second one. And I was like, who am I fooling? I don't like this, yeah. Like, just couldn't do it, right? Uh, because, like, I don't know, just part of me just was just like, I felt like, all right, like, it just seemed forced. Like, I don't know. Like, I felt like, I was like, Steve Carell, you better than this, fam. You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like he just took the easy money. The thing I didn't get is what were you, what was he doing with his voice? Right. I was like, who are you supposed to be right now? Like, why did he need, he felt like he needed to put like a little grit on his voice to play uh, Air Force pilot or commander. And it's like, you're supposed to be funny. So just use your voice. It's fine, bro. But that, that threw me off from it. But the thing is, it like the storyline of it wasn't like so much to where it was unwatchable for me. Cause like, I just, you know, I ain't had, I've watched like every fucking thing, bro. I watched every <laughs> single avatar. The Last Airbender, and then Legend of Korra over, like, a span of three weeks. So I ain't got shit to watch, bro. And so I watched every episode because, like, the storyline isn't, isn't doesn't make it unwatchable. The problem I have with it is it just it's just not very funny. Like, I watched the whole series, and I maybe laughed out loud five times. That's, How many episodes? There's, like, ten? Yeah, there's ten episodes, bro. And I literally, like, it wasn't. It just wasn't very funny. So, and I mean, a lot of people watch it. So I'm guessing it'll get a second season. Maybe they fix it, and it's maybe they get some writers in there, some actual funny writers to, to because like you know the premise of it is 
is I don't want to say good, but it's like Space Force is it's such a stupid fucking idea. Dude, it's the dumbest. Fam. It's such a dumb fucking idea. Who that are we is fighting? Real. Like, dude, it's yeah. real. This whole so, thing is real. They could have they could have made a very good show that was funny, kind of in the line of how Veep is. But I don't know the way that the thing that we ended up with, which just wasn't, it just wasn't funny. So, and you know, and that's from people who enjoyed the office. I'm sure people who, who, who and there's people out here who just don't even think the office is funny. Yeah, who, I, don't, I don't fuck with those people. I mean, you do because we know people, but, uh, oh, yeah, true. Shouts to trap. <laughs> oh yeah. I selectively forgot about that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, and I, you know, it's whatever. If you don't think the office is funny. That's cool with me. Especially now, like you watch it now, it hits a little bit different than, you know, at the time where, you know, some of them jokes are like, whoa, uh, and you're just out of touch. But, it's, you know, I get it. But, you know, to watch that now and you're like, yeah, this isn't this just wasn't it just wasn't very funny. So that's that's my review. I, it's definitely not worth anybody watching. But if you ain't got shit to do, you ain't got shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Though. There's no problems with that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think we've we've arrived brum, 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 to our favorite part of the pod. Uh songs of the week, my guy. Who who what you got this week? Um, you know what I'm saying? I was pushing some of the Uzi Vert albums still. Um mm. I like that one a lot. But you know, I'm always hitting people with the themes. Um, I've been hitting people with the, you know, the topical stuff. You know, this this song came out a while ago. It was more known for its visuals. Um, but I think it's pressing and I think it was more appropriate than ever. So we're going with Childish Gambino. This is America. Oh, man. You've know you been making fun of that song <laughs> the last couple of days. But I get what you're, I get what you're at. But, bro, like the, the, the symbolism in that video is just everything. It was like, great. Yeah. I, I, and I just fuck with Childish Gambino. I like Childish. That last album was very, eh. I don't know what the fuck he was doing with that. Um, and it's funny because I was mad at him for not dropping music for so long and going on tours and shit. Uh, and the thing about This Is America is like the video is so good and well put together, but like the music on its own doesn't hold up for me. Like I, I tried to listen to it like just on Spotify and it just felt like, oh no, it's a bad song without visuals. Yeah, like so it just I, this is the first song of the week I'm doing a visual supplement. Yeah, like you can't. It's just yeah, it just to me it doesn't fall apart without the visuals, but to me it's just not very good without the visuals. And like the and in in that case is like, it does that mean the song wasn't very good? Like yeah, kind of. But still, I get what people mean when they when they bring it up. Um, my songs of the week. Obviously, we missed a ton of albums that dropped in the last couple of weeks because we didn't do a pod. Um, I'm gonna just give y'all my bangs, bops, and and. Uh, and uh, slaps my song that slaps. I'm gonna go with "Running Whip" by Lucky. Uh, you probably already heard it already because I'm probably gonna throw it on the beginning of this podcast. Um, just you know, it's a it's a trap song. It sounds like a lot of trap songs out there. I don't care. I fuck with it. Lucky is a random dude. Most people probably don't know, but you know, he got a couple songs out there that you know very obscure, but they're pretty good. Um, my other song. That bangs. I'm gonna go with uh, "Gimmick" by Gunna. Gunna dropped a whole album called "Wanna," which is apparently it was an acronym that I don't even remember because it was so fucking stupid. It was like I can't even I can't even remember how it was so dumb. 
I thought it literally was just him changing Gunna to W for like the W and Wanna. And I was like, all right, that's stupid, uh-huh. but so that's that. cool. But then it was like, it's an acronym for like Western Union niggas never something. And I'm like, all right, bro, this is terrible. This is the worst shit I've ever heard. But the the album, and I'm not like a huge Gunner fan. Uh, if people know Gunna, he's kind of like one of the one of the people under Young Thug, like Lil Baby, um, uh, Saw Baby is one of them, Lil Keed. Uh, I'm trying to think of all the people who who kind of have similar flows to Young Thug. Probably take a lot from him, and kind of you know have have grown in the, in the industry recently. But yeah, Gunna was probably one of my least favorite. Of those, probably behind, I had him behind Lil Baby, and you know, maybe he was kind of tied with Lil Keed and some other people. Um, but on this album, it, you know, I, I feel like he really surprised me. It might have just been like the beats were very hard, and he was, you know, I feel like he was flowing very well with them. But uh, Gimmick's definitely a banger. Um, so definitely check out his album uh, if you haven't yet for some fucking reason. Uh, and then my, my song that bops let me make sure i find it i don't that no i think we talked about the kaylani album on the last one didn't we yeah yeah i figured um i was trying to remember if i because there was another song i was gonna do which is the davies song alone because we've been alone i don't know uh, if i, if I dropped that one nah, i think nah, i nah. dropped that on the 26 i don't remember uh but yeah my song that bop i'm gonna go with do it by chloe and holly or is it yeah, I think it's maybe no, Chloe and Haley, I think. And uh, they were supposed to drop their album this week, but obviously with all the shit going on, they decided to push it back. Um, but the, their lead single, or maybe the, it wasn't their lead, but their second single, Do It, definitely a certified bop. I feel like it would have got plays in the club if we could go to clubs. <laughs> 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 or like, you know, at the cookouts and, and things like that. Um, I'm excited for the album, see how it is. Seems like they're going in a, in a different direction. Then their last shit, was, which was like kind of more melodic, which is kind of what R&B was kind of getting into the last half of the decade. Uh, and it seemed a little bit more of a blend of, you know, what we used to think of R&B was and, you know, some of the new shit with the old shit. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to check out their shit. Some other albums I listened to, I listened to the RTJ album, you know, Run the Jewels. That one dropped, which dropped right in time because, you know... <laughs> You know, radical white dudes love Run the Jewels. And yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know many of their songs. I mean, I know Killer Mike and the other dude, but <laughs> that's how I, I told you know. I was talking to Trav today, and in, in our you know we got a group chat with the homies, and he was saying that the RTJ was good, and I was like, yeah, it, you know, it was pretty good. Uh, there was one verse where LP, who's the white dude, and and Run the Jewels, opposite of Killer Mike says e gas there goes them lads and i was like mm, i don't know about that one <laughs> what did he say he said like e gas there goes those lads and i was like oh and it just made me mad because i was like bro i'm mad because i'm rhyming now with him but i was just like yeah i don't know about that one dog but if somebody said our running jewels makes songs for for like people amped up to play call of duty and it does <laughs> sound like that and you know, my travel was just saying when I said LP said that he was like, I don't even know who LP is. I'm like, it's the other guy in the group, <laughs> and motherfuckers don't even know. Motherfuckers don't know who he is. They just know Killer Mike because you know he's kind of a legend. He ran, he ran with Outkast. Like his his rap voice is distinctive. He's one of the better rappers 
you know, out there, you know, he might be a slightly underrated. Um, but you know, I still fuck with him. But I just remember telling my friend Jack when he was saying he was he was just talking about running the jewels, and I was like, bro, I'm gonna be real with you. The only people who ever asked me if if I heard running the jewels is white people. <laughs> like I've never been at the barber shop and and somebody be like, hey, bro, you heard that? You heard that new run the jewels? Like, nah, that just doesn't. It's just not some shit that happens. So, um, but yeah, nah, I listened to it. It was cool. Um, I'm trying to think of what other albums dropped that I might have missed the chance to to talk about to review. I know people kind of been slow. It's been like a weird time to to be dropping albums. You know what I mean? I'm trying to think. Uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, who's the dude that he's? Well, nah. Um, fuck. What was his name? Anyway, uh, oh, Lil Yachty dropped a uh, nah, yeah, Oh, uh, Lil Boat Three. He yeah, Lil Boat Three. It's Lil Yachty, so I can't, I can't, ex- <laughs> I can't expect much from Lil Yachty. I've only liked maybe three Lil Yachty songs in existence, so I'm not. I, you know, I listened to some. I listened to it. There was like two or three songs I was like, "This isn't terrible," you know what I'm saying? And I, you know, it was cool. Uh, you know what? There was another album that dropped. That, Freddie Gibbs dropped an album that was pretty fire with Alchemist. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Freddie Gibbs, you know, I, I used to, he's been out for a while. He's been rapping since her in the middle of the 2000s. And he's, you know, he's honestly one of the better rappers in the game, but he's kind of still kind of underground. Uh, people, I don't want to say people sleep on him because I feel like that phrase is kind of used a little bit too much. But the honest truth is, I think people do kind of sleep on him. You know what I mean? But yeah, he had an album called Alfredo. You know, a whole it was all the beats were done by Alchemist, and he got some songs on there with Conway, with Benny the Butcher. If people people in the rap scene know these guys as more boom bappy rappers, he got a song with Rick Ross that's fire, um, a song with Tyler the Creator um, that's pretty fire. And so yeah, if you if you into the more boom bap bars for bars type of shit, check out Alfredo. Um, but yeah, those are, those are, oh yeah, don't, don't, don't let me get, forget about Coda the Friend too. He dropped an album as well. I think it's called, uh, oh, let me, let me figure it out. I know I'm rambling and shit. Hey bro, it's the Bucket Up Podcast. The Bucket's been missing us. You I know, know I gotta catch up on all this music, bro. But yeah, yeah, Coda, Coda the Friend got an album called Everything. Uh, he's a new dude out of Chicago. Uh, definitely, you know, got lo-fi beats with a little bit of trap type of shit sprinkled in there. Uh, rapping about, you know, shit about his life, positive shit. It, it, it reminds me kind of like backpack rap in the early 2010s. Um, but yeah, ch- definitely check him out. You can check out some of his old shit. Photo was another album he dropped last year. That's good. I really like him. He's, he's kind of come onto the scene kind of late. I think if, if shit wasn't going wild, he probably would be kind of catching on right now and he might still catch on if he you know he drops one of those hits could be a jack harlow type situation uh but yeah if you're looking for somebody new to listen to in that kind of vein check him out but those all right those are my songs <laughs> well like always man shouts to you for putting up with me week in and week out regardless mm-hmm. of the drought you know what i'm saying we always back we find another route i'm out here oh, with the rhymes rapping okay you know what i'm saying but check, nah, out, check out uh jesse's album as well yeah, it's more spoken word. 
But nah, man, you know, as always, shouts to the sponsors, Sunday Scaries, man. They've been holding it down. A lot of people uncertain, a lot of people nervous, they've been anxious. Um, they were showing, I was showing off the YOLO shot. It's pretty cool. It's like five hours and focus. They I'm sorry, say that, our- say that one more time. It's kind of froze. Oh, there's a YOLO shot that I've been promoting that they've been promoting. It's like a CBD and five hour energy. So you're alert and focus. Hey. And uh, you know what I'm saying? They bumped up our discount, your discount. It's 20% off. You oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Ty, tell them the, pro- the promo code, fam. Oh, just bug it up, my guy. You know what I'm saying? Not, not with the my guy, just bug it up. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you guys are my guys, and it's all <laughs> buck it up. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, so shouts to them. But, um, yeah, for the Kid JB, you know what I'm saying? Volume 126 of the Bucket Up podcast. For the Bucket Hat Boys, man, um, I don't know what else y'all, you guys got going on. But, you know what I'm saying? For us, we out. We are out, but also make sure you follow us on all the social medias. Oh, true. I forgot to make sure you, yeah, now you're all good. Make sure you hit us up uh, Facebook. You know, we're just a bucket up podcast or on Instagram, the bucket hat boys or on Twitter. We're at bucket up podcast. Uh, Make sure you, you know, you can hit us up interact. We drop funny memes and shit on Instagram. We're going to do skits one of these days, hopefully. <laughs> Once COVID's down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once we'll I get, can see Tyler again. We're going to get our skits together. Uh, still going to drop the content. You can follow us on Twitter or individually. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you can follow Jesse at JP Speak. You can follow me at Tylante. And I don't have a funny name right now because it ain't time for jokes except for when I'm ready to laugh. But, uh, yeah, make sure you follow us on there. If you're listening to us on 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 SoundCloud, which is usually our main steez, you can also catch us on, you know, multiple various, that's kind of double, I don't need to say that, but we're on all types of shit you can listen to. We're on Spotify, we're on Google Play, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Stitcher Radio, we are on in almost anywhere, any of those apps where you can just find podcasts, you can, you can fucking find us, so. We're on Google, that's all you need. Yeah, just Google us, bro. Yeah. Google me, baby. But yeah, and make sure you tell everybody about us. Rate us on Apple Podcasts if you can. Five stars, or else what's the point? Leave a nice little comment if you feel so inclined. But yeah, uh, for the ho- for Ty Doyle and the homie JB. Now we out. Cheers. My seed and live my dream and stay low key like Drama free, they come from me, I pay that fee like What you get is what you see, no cap on me like Hate on me, I throw that peace sign, how you feel I do not realize Downtown kid, I'm a New York nigga with a chip like that Gotta move on, let go, cause you really can't live like that Had to cool off, stay home, so I really don't trip like that Wear that shoe, cause it fit like that B-side cruise and a whip like, oh. I don't want nothing today, I have got nothing to say Don't ask for nothing today, me and my cup on the bay I don't want supper today, don't hit me talking that shit You tell that man in his face, I am not having a fit I am just setting the pace, you only getting a taste, yeah Spring coming and I love to see it, it's a better day Hot summer, get the bread and butter, then I get away Leaves falling on a the lawn, there ain't nothing wrong Fall turn to winter, winners take it all Waking up at dawn just so we can ball, yeah Show me love, I show it back You be your friend, I got your back I play the song, you like
like, oh, slap. Pull up at the crib, we sipping punchy liquor.